I don't know what I was doing for majority of my time until I actually talked to someone from the university guidance team. Welcome to On The Go with Manav. I'm your host, Manav Artono, and today I'm here with Idris. Idris is an amateur boxer and has recently debuted himself as a music artist. And today we're going to be talking about Idris's journey from an international student to getting a job in the UK. And without further ado, I will let Idris introduce more about himself. Welcome, Idris. Great to have you here. Hey, Mana, thanks for having me. Yeah, literally just got back uh, from the office, but yeah, I know. And hey, everyone, uh, thanks for tuning in. My name is Idris, and I'm from Malaysia. I met Mana at university. So we both went to the same university, University of Exeter. And funny enough, we both did the same course as well. But yeah, shout out to BSc Psychology. Yeah, so I did three years of psychology at Exeter, and then I continued on to do my master's there as well in organizational psychology. And now I'm working in London. So was London just a coincidence or was it always planned? Good question. I think it was always planned, I would say. Like I've always wanted to be in a big city like London. And like, you know, even where I'm from, like home, for example, like, you know, I'm used to like the lifestyle I had back there is like different to like what, we had in Exeter, you know what I mean? Like in Exeter, it's like much more laid back. London, there's actually lots of things to do, lots of things happening. Loads of people are like ambitious and trying to, you know, chase their career goals or something. And that's something that's like, that's really motivating for me and really like inspires me to like just keep pushing. And um, yeah, so in short, London has always been planned and I'm glad that it, yeah, it worked out. Glad to hear that. Now, the center of the conversation here today is to talk mostly about how you got a job as an international student. So while you're at Exeter and obviously now in London, it is very difficult, I guess, in this current stage to obviously get a job and especially for international students. And we want to shed light and reduce that, I guess, assumption, making it seem like it's actually possible to get a job and that success is inevitable. And we would obviously would like to hear your journey and how you were able to get the job and possibly what you thought maybe stood out. So how mm. long did you go through the whole job application process while you were doing your master's? Damn. Okay. Let's take it back to job application. I started applying for jobs in November, 2021. And that was for like 2022 cycle, like you know, entrance. Yeah, I think so. So yeah, I, I started from there. And I think, you know what, like I was kind of, um, I'm going to be transparent. Like I wish I handled my time better in terms of like actually, you know, focusing on my masters, but also like setting some time to enjoy myself because like, I was just super stressed out, you know, of like, oh my gosh, like I'm an international student. The reality is that like, it's going to be way harder for me to apply, especially if I want to get a job in London. And on top of that, like, I'm not the only international student that wants to get a job. You know, like there's like, I'd say probably six or seven out of 10 international students I know want to stay in the UK, want to move to London to get a job. The remainder of that will probably go back home or like study or take a gap year or whatever. So I guess like I wasn't in the right mindset. Like I was just like applying, applying, applying. But then at the same time, like I was also 
taking up responsibilities on one hand is also because like, I really wanted to like do it. But on the other hand, like there was part of it that was like, oh, okay, this will look good on my CV. You know, it'll like perhaps make me stand out among my peers or something. Did it in the end? Question mark, right? I mean, I guess I like, I got a job now, thankfully, but like at the same time, like perhaps I think the way I went about it could have been different. And I think what I realized a bit late on, later on, um, was that, you know, there are people who are willing to help. And that's especially like applies to like during my time in uni, especially the university guidance counselor. Like, I don't know, like I was so lucky, like, I guess like just to come across someone who, who was working there before, but she's not there anymore. And yeah, she was like really helpful. And she just really understood like the pain points of like international students. And like, she helped guided my CV to like, you know, sort of like meet the sort of language requirements the keywords that like any job spec we're looking for. Uh, and just like, it kind of like makes sense. And I felt like, oh crap, had I met her earlier than perhaps like, because I, for context, I only met her in like March to April. So I thought perhaps had I met her like months earlier, then my luck could have turned out differently. But at the same time, I mean, fast forward to now, I sort of like, you know, I got a job through an internship. So I landed an internship and then eventually convert to, to a full-time staff. So yeah, I mean, like it wasn't a smooth sailing ride, I, I'd say. And yeah, it definitely like made things clearer for me in a sense of like the reality, but also I guess like people tend to think like, oh, you know, there's like LinkedIn, Indeed jobs or where else? I, I forgot. I, I used to use a lot of these, but like, Glassdoor. Yeah. Yeah. But like, there's actually more. And like, for example, I got my current job. I'm working at a startup right now and I found it through Otta, which is another job platform. And the thing is like, I was just randomly typing on Google, like job platforms for international students came across this random website and it, it listed a list of like job platforms. And I was like, yep, I've done this. I've done this. I've gone through this. And then it says Otta. And I was like, I've never done this. Signed up to it went through the platform and then somehow, you know, this role that I interned for popped up and I was like, holy cow, applied for it. And then, yeah, I mean, six months later and then now I'm still working there. So yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it wasn't a smooth sailing ride, I'd say, but a lot of like learnings. And I think it's just, it's definitely helpful. Like if you can get like some real slash like firsthand experience that like I guess what we're trying to do right now. Right. So just so that like, you know, future international students, they're aware of like the reality, but yeah, kind of long-winded answer, but like, I don't know if I answer all of it, but yeah. <laughs> oh boy. What would you say was the most difficult part in terms of applying for jobs? I don't know if this is the reality. Um, but like, I'd say like, because I'm an international student, right? So like, let's say, and because during that time, like, so I'm on a graduate visa. So for context, for those who don't know, like graduate visa, like international students, once you graduate, you can opt for the graduate visa where you pay to sponsor yourself for two years, meaning that you can work for another company or you can work for yourself. And yeah, for more information, like it's all on the website. I'm not part of the visa team anyway, but yeah. Anyway, so the thing is during some of the, no, I'd say most of the job applications that I applied for, what they would say, they'll have this tick box that was like, oh, or like a section was like, oh, would, would you require 
visa sponsorship. And during that time, because I didn't have a graduate visa and I was still under on my student visas, I was like, yeah, I would need um graduate, you know, sponsorship. So I think this I'm not sure that this is like the reality. I don't want to like spread misinformation or anything, but I definitely um have heard from people that like when you do state that you're an international student, you're sort of like filtered into like in terms of like when companies like review applications, like okay, this is like this person's nature uh, visa sponsorship. Maybe let's not look at their their thing uh, first. They be on because I guess you know it makes sense. I guess from the company and employment point of view, like it you know lesser cost to like employ someone who is local compared to like international, for example. So like a lot of the applications that I made either got rejected or I never heard back, and even. I went for this interview. My, I think my first ever in-person interview. One time, I went to the office and all that. Sat in front of like three people, and then they were like, and then we talked, they talked, and all that. And then they're like, "Oh, would you need visa?" I was like, "Yeah, I, I do. Like, you know, I need like sponsorship, but I am planning to get a graduate visa." And then they were like, "Okay, cool." Next day, they're like, "Yeah, sorry about that. Like, it's not gonna work just because of like this role would require like would need someone to be like." A local or something, and like it just wouldn't work given your visa status, you know. So like, I guess in that situation, what I could have done in that on the stage before was just tell them, hey, you know, I need visa sponsorship. Then maybe I could have like saved the hassle of like traveling there if I knew that I wasn't gonna get considered anyway. But having said that, I think that is like the pain point. But yeah, I mean, like once you do get a graduate visa and you're able to show to employers that like you are able to sponsor so therefore you don't need them to sponsor you then i think that's fine but it's kind of hard because that like, you can only get it after you graduate after you officially finish your course anyway yeah it was an experience i think a lot of people would also say that one of their biggest fears or the most difficult part in their job application process was the amount of rejections they face and everyone goes through that we've all yeah. gone through that many many rejections just to get that one job offer how yeah. do you usually how do you usually deal with rejection? I'd say like when I first the first few rejections I got, I was like obviously re- really unhappy with it. But then after that, like I it just became the process, right? Like it's it's part of the process, it's part of the you know the grind. This is the journey that you wanna that you're going on to get a job, and that's a reality as well. You know, that's like that saying like you know I don't know if this is an actual saying, but it's like you can knock on a lot of doors, but like until that one door that opens or something, I might just be talking out of my but yeah but basically like yeah i got used to rejection i'd say so i guess i got like numb a bit but then yeah i mean eventually like you said you know all it takes is that one or two offers so yeah that was it worked out in the end i actually got two offers actually um in the end but i chose the one uh which my current company is so yeah really happy with it what would you say is something you wish you learned early, especially if you had to give an advice to an international student, what is something yeah. you know now, but you wish you learned in the early stages of your job application process? If you don't know crap, like, if you don't know anything, like honestly seek help, like, especially like if you're in your university and you know that there's like careers, career support, employability support, like make use of that. Like, I don't think like for the amount of students that the, our university has like i don't think like even half of the student population actually made use and utilized the careers guidance team and i felt like i don't know like it, it, i don't know what i was doing for majority of my time until 
I actually talked to someone from the university guidance team. You know what I mean? Like, it was just like, yeah, so definitely like, because, you know, they're trained professionals. They're here to support you. So when in doubt, just ask for help, I guess. Yeah. But you have to be like proactive as well to reach out for it because like, that's just how it is. No, 100%. I think people won't get, unless that they ask, you need to be proactive in the first place. You need to obviously yeah. make that first initial step to get that long-term goal or that goal that you want, whether that's a new job or masters or anything. But I think I wanted to now ask, mm. and the fact that obviously you got a job is amazing, especially as an international student. Yeah. What do Thanks, you man. think, and you might not know the answer to yourself, what do you think stood out or was the main reason that helped you get that job or both offers? Gosh, I don't know. I think, honestly, I think what stood out was because I think from my experiences of like, you know, getting used to like guidance from the university, um, the em employability like counselor, like I knew better how to like frame my CV. I knew better how to frame my cover letter. I knew sort of like the ways to approach, let's say a job scope. Like if they said this, you know, what from which areas from your um from your experiences can you like extrapolate and apply to that because like there's a lot of transferable skills that you can bring not just from your extracurricular activities but definitely like from your course as well like we both did psychology so like we're both able to do like statistical analysis although i wouldn't want to do that ever again but like you know what i mean like it's just like that yeah that data competency. So I think just me getting used to like the drill of it, but yeah, I think, I think that was one of the factors. And also because I've had prior interviews as well. So like I've already built up, um, sort of like, you know, the experience of how to be, how to, you know, engage in interviews, uh, what kind of questions to ask, what kind of things to follow up with, uh, what kind of things to say. And yeah, I think those were the things if I'm not wrong. So I'd, in short, I'd say experience of just doing it. Okay, so now my next question is going to be interesting in terms of, I'd say there's obviously this debate going on many years as well, whether or not grades are more important than experience mm. or experiences mm. are more important than grades. And especially, especially now how given that COVID-19 has mm. happened and there's now a lot more people wanting to obviously get a job or, you know, as Gen Z, us. But yeah. I guess anyone now in general, there's so many options and also especially now that international students obviously want to use that opportunity to stay in the UK or elsewhere mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and just I guess it's now more of doing what they want in a way so would you say that experience is more important than grades or grades is more important than experience I would say I would, I'm leaning more towards experience better than grades, but I think there's levels to it. There's degrees to it. So like, for example, I mean, I've attended like some, you know, during my application season, like I was, I attended some like talks before and even like senior people were saying that like they, you know, the experience matters um, compared to like grades. I think Grades on one hand are nice to have to a certain extent because it shows that, oh, you have the traits that, you know, you put in effort to like actually achieve that grade, for example. Like if you got a first in your university, then do like, you know, you got a first, you know what I mean? So like, but at the same time, 
I feel like if you've done a lot of different things as well, then I think, I guess the practicality element of it is something that I would think is much more, what's the word, attractive. But at the same time, I think a lot, I think a lot of um, employers, in any case, they're looking for whether someone has a balance of it, right? So like, whether you're book smart, but also street smart and like how, how you can balance that. Like, for example, if someone is a first class, got a first in their degree, but also has tons of like awesome experience, they're going to be way ahead in terms of like consideration compared to like someone with like great experience with like, you know, lower tier grades, for example, that at least that's how I would think just because the other person is like much more like, you know, able to, um, study also well, but also like has done a lot of things. So yeah, I mean, but I think experience definitely is, is a good thing, but it matters. What matters is like, how can you transfer them and like whether you can actually display that and portray that in interviews, in your internship and all that jazz. Okay. Uh, we just have about one or two more questions left. I think the sure. next question is, or something that would be good to know is where did you think you were going to be? a year ago, and especially the case where a lot of international students, and I've been there as well, they're obviously mm -hmm. deciding fight or flight mode. Do I want to go home? Do I want to stay here? And it's a matter of, obviously, it's a lot to consider. What would you say is important as an international student back then last year mm. to decide whether or not you wanted to stay in the UK, for example, or yeah, why did you decide to make that decision? I think if any international student who let's say like if I were to go back in time to like when I started my master's and I know in my head that like I wanted to stay in the UK, I would tell myself start applying then, start applying for jobs then. But I will also tell myself to seek out career support then as well. So that as you're starting your application, you're already getting support. And that will make your applications much more informed, much more, you know, higher quality and you just know like what sort of areas to like tackle. But I think yeah, so definitely do that. I think um, that's where I'm coming from. But if you're, if an international student has decided like, okay, you know, I do want to like go back home, then yeah, I'm, then I don't know how, what, how to answer that just because like perhaps the application window is different uh, compared to like, you know, how it is over here. Um, I know intakes over here is like perhaps, uh, what is it like September, September so. and February as well for some firms or something, but Hey, that's, that's like going off on the basis of, um, big firms, right? Like, uh, you, you know, we're talking like jobs, like investment banking or consulting or all that stuff, but like, yeah, but then definitely like, I think, yeah, I don't know, but like, it's not that applicable to like other types of, um, companies or firms just because like, there's just so many companies now, like I from this time to now, I didn't think I'd be working at a startup at this stage. I knew that I would want to work in a startup, but I didn't think that I would start my career in a startup. And I like this trajectory where, I, where I'm at now, because I think I'm just learning a lot about the business, how it is to, like, to grow, to scale, and just like, and just interacting with, with like, you know, loads of other companies who are like our customers and just seeing like your actions lead to actual tangible results. And so I think, yeah, I, I like how it's, it's gone, but yeah, this time last year, I didn't think I'd be this, this time last year, I did, I was like, so like scared. I was so like worried if I would even get a job. Like I wanted to, I knew I wanted to stay in London, but it was just like, I was just so stressed out. And I don't think maybe at, at that time as well, I was just like keeping on to myself. 
and not like seeking help earlier. So, but yeah, I mean, hey, you know, you learn. So, I wanted to ask this question earlier. Now that you brought it up, you said yeah. that you did a master's degree, and obviously, I knew that when I was in my third year, you were doing yeah. your master's in your fourth year yeah. psychology. Did you do a master's degree because of like a panic master's that you were not going to get a job, or did you do mm-hmm. it genuinely because you thought it would help you stand mm-hmm. out in the job application process, or did you do it because you wanted to further? I guess, develop your knowledge into that area. And I, I'm assuming you did work in organizational psychology, right? So I, I wouldn't say, no, I'm not working in organizational psychology. Like what I'm doing is like completely diff, cut. Yeah. Completely different to like what I learned, but having said that, like there are things that I can transfer over if I wanted to, but why did I want to uh, stay on for a master's? I think, yeah, my reasoning touches on all the aspects that you said, like partially, you know, on one hand, it was a panic master's, I would say. But on another hand, I knew I wanted to do a master's. But yeah, it was just like, I was, you know, applying to other places as well. Like I, I mentioned to you previously, but also like, and, um, but I also knew that like, I wanted to stay and just relive like a student life again, just because my second and third year was like taken away due to COVID. Um, and so like, and that, and my master's year was like the first year where like things actually start opening up again, no restrictions and everything. So like in-person socials and just like going to classes and, and just like actually being, you know, being able to hug your friend and everything. That was cool. And another reason I'd say, um, yeah, I thought doing a master's would make me stand out more. I, I genuinely thought that would be the case, but I think it all depends on like why you did what you did, like why you know, why I chose to do a master's, right? I think for me, I also just wanted to further my learning as well. And I knew that like, perhaps my learnings then may not be transferred immediately, but who's to say it may not be transferred or who's to say I might not be able to take some of what I learned in the next five years, for example. So yeah, a lot of what you touched on. Cool. And last question, I think it's going to be a mix of two components. So do you think that everything happens for a reason and what would be one piece of advice you could give to an international student who is going through exactly what you went through last year probably in the verge of just you know persevering so much and still nothing Mm. is happening and there's no sign of hope in the meantime but what would Mm. you say i definitely think everything happens for a reason i think things just line up um the way it does line up i'll give you a I'm conscious about time, but I'll give you like a brief example. So like what I remember when um, I was like, I hosted like a panel event with like international um, graduates who were alumni of our uni, but then they came back um, to give a talk. And then I was asking them about like their experience, um, you know, working as like a ethnic minority slash international student in the UK. And one of the panelists brought up like, oh, you know, she when she applied with her ori- like original ethnic name, uh, I don't know how the best appropriate way to go about uh, saying, but like her original name, for example, in her CV, she didn't get passed through the application stage, the screening stage, for example. But when she applied for it with like a much more English sounding name or something, she got an interview. Um, so it was just like, wow, okay, you know, that is... I guess as the reality, there is a there is a, a news coverage of this. So like, I can even send it to you after this if you want to have a look. But like, uh, it, it it kind of like 
makes sense to me because like I used to apply with like my actual like name, which was like longer, but then I shortened it for like professional reasons. And I, there was a difference, but the, the point is like, you know, had I not invited that person, the group of panelists over to talk about their experience as an international student, I wouldn't have known that like what experience I had was actually valid based on her experience. And I wouldn't have known that like this is the wider and larger um, reality. So I think, you know, overall, it's hard. It's hard. Like you'll have to keep fighting. You have to keep pushing for it, but definitely like seek help. Uh, not, and it's not just limited to like, you know, the resources you have at university, but like also like get on LinkedIn, you know, like just reach out. Like what I tried to do as well before I finished my master's, I was just reaching out to like people in my uni, former alumni who were doing the working as like the roles that I was applying for. So I just reached out to them and doesn't matter if you got, you know, if you're successful or fail, I only got like one person who came back to me, but she never got back to me. It's okay. But like it happens, right? So yeah, just keep doing it. But like definitely like don't be ashamed to seek help. I, I'd say like, I think I was sort of like on one hand ashamed, but on the other hand, I was just stubborn because I was like, oh, I got it. Figure out all by myself. I can do it all by myself. But like, you know, the reality is I don't know much. There's so there's a lot of people that can like with skills that can help. So, and if they're willing to help, just take it. Um. So yeah. Definitely. And um, yeah, you know, if it's like, if it's something to do with like assessment centers or something, grab a friend, practice with them as well. All the types of like questions or case interviews or whatever. Um, but yeah, no, I think just to help, help is uh, yeah really helpful. Like, yeah. Wise words, it just. Thanks. And I try. <laughs> yeah. No, very, very interesting and very useful. Cool. Well, I guess we've already reached about time. Thank you very much for joining here today and for obviously taking the time outside of work or post-work just to come here and talk about your experience. As an international student, now you don't obviously have to worry about that because you got through that stage. And Let's see. <laughs> yeah, now it's paying off. Cool. Anyway, thanks, thanks Idris. See you soon. Thanks, Manav. Take care. And um, yeah, if anyone like, you know, wants, wants some advice or something, like reach out to me as well. Um, yeah, more than happy to help. So all the best, guys. Much love. If you like this video, please do give a thumbs up or subscribe if you're watching this on YouTube. And I have many more exciting guests coming up in the upcoming few episodes. And I will see you soon.